Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. Wow. Money. Yeah, money. DIY money. DIY money. DIY money. DIY money. You got great hair today. I wish we had the video still. Really? Did you just get it cut? No, I get it cut tomorrow. What? What do I do when I need a haircut? I do it myself at the Floby Vacuum Haircutting System. What? Now I'm doubting myself. I mean, it's it's fire. It's really good. But it's not as good as Logan. Look how well, well this is tapered Logan's on the side. Logan's 20 nothing, and, and he freaking looks like What's a What's good about it? Because it's going to get chopped. I just like it. It's just sharp. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's really nice. I'm doubting my entire life decisions now. I wouldn't get it cut right at all. You know, I started cutting our kids' Since hair. the man who has time. no hair. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just telling you. If I had that quaff right now. What would you do with it? It's going to keep, keep growing. It. Well, yeah. And at some yeah. point, it's going to be a little shaggy, but. It's not shaggy now. Hey, we don't have video going, so we got to stop this, all right? Just know that Daniel has great-looking hair, great socks. I mean, he's just looking sharp today. Man. Looking good. Do it again. Sharp. Um, yeah, I started cutting our kids' hair. It's about time. I used to cut. It's one of my side hustles in college. Yeah. I used to cut my entire fraternity house's hair, basically Thursday night. And it was perfect because they had fresh cuts going out, and I had a stack of fat cash that I proceeded to take to the track the next day. Well, if uh, this economy goes into a recession, you're cutting the office hair. No, no. Logan and I are lining up. Actually, I could. I, I do a tight fade, and I do the scissor. I mean, I got scissor cut. I can do a scissor cut on top. It's legit. My wife, I mean, literally, I, 17, 18 years, 18 years, oh boy, 18 years I've been married. Obviously, I'm bald, so I yeah. cut my, I shave my head in the shower, but I used to cut hair. All the time, and sh- and I was like, I'll cut their hair. Like, it was necessary. They're like, oh, they need a haircut. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'll cut their hair. I have, I still have the kit. And she's like, yeah, but you're not, you're not going to do scissors. And I go, no, honey, you tell me how much you want off. I'll cut the hair. Her confidence in you. Don't so sure enough, that. you know, I put them down in the, in the, in the seat. I, I, you know, put the towel around, and I'm doing the pull up the hair, cut the whole night. She's like, oh, you really use the scissors and everything. I'm like, what do you think this is? think I'm just a... It's not amateur hour. It's not amateur hour. You don't do things halfway. 30-some guys would roll up in there, cut hair. No, it wasn't that many. Did you do the hot guys. shaves, too, or no? What's that? Did you do the hot shaves? No, we never did the hot shave. I mean, you can shave your head. Obviously, you no, can do no, it to no, a good didn't shave. didn't do the hot shave. Didn't do the hot shave. But I, yeah, fade. I'd ask them, you want a one? You want a, you want a fade? You want a tight? What do you want? You know, high and tight? How much off the top? An inch? Bangs? What do you want? I got it. I got it. I can do it. I think people want us to get to the question. Gosh, that's not that's my side hustle. I might go back into biz. Anyways, okay, we got a question from Nick. Oh, wait, side note. We need questions. I mean, we need questions. I think I scared everybody away when I said, hey, keep it under a minute. Holy cow. It's like crickets in our, in our question box. So, I mean, we got tons of listeners. I see the stats. All of you are listening. Uh, I probably, we wouldn't know if you sent in another question, if you sent one in a year ago. So if you want a $25 Amazon gift card, send us another question. I like updates too. 300 plus episodes. Send us an update. Preferably a good one. Hey, you told me to do this. I did it. I love you. Daniel. (laughs) 
All right. Uh, so send us questions, podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. We got a question from Sean. What do you got? DIY. Hey, Quentin Daniel. My name is Sean, and I'm calling in from Florida. Longtime fan of the show and big fan of the bro talk. Definitely keep it coming. Got a question about how to set up for early retirement. My wife and I are currently 25 years old. We have a net worth of just over $700,000. Assets of just over a million. It's broken up by our primary house, brokerage accounts, and some other investment accounts. Our debt is right around 300,000. Primary house, one auto loan of 13,000 at 3.99, and my wife's student loans of 24,000 at 3.75. Currently have five streams of income, both working W-2s, both have a side hustle, and we also own a business together. Our current annual income is just under 200,000. We are currently participating in our company's 401k, just enough to receive their match. Maxing out our Roth IRAs and also maxing out my wife's HSA. We currently don't have any kids, but plan to within the next couple years. We both enjoy our jobs, but recognize that we may be in the position to retire early and have talked about doing so around age 50. What is your advice to reach this goal? Thanks. Appreciate it. Okay. Phenomenal, phenomenal question. I don't know why this slipped through the cracks for so long. We would have brought this out earlier. So plus he gave us like, I love the bro talk, you know, there you that, go. that gets you to the top. Encouragement encouragement so okay sean this was about a year ago so um investments probably down maybe the net worth's not so high maybe it is though because you kept investing okay um so i think i'm going to start by saying uh at your age bravo, bravo but when you face turbulence such as we are seeing in this environment right now in the markets continue on the plan continue to persist in fact double down on the plan if you have the ability to do so. What I mean by that is, um, you know, look at your expenses, cut your expenses. Um, I had a date night with my wife the other night, and our intern in the office was like, oh, really, where are you going? I go, we're going to Kroger, and we're going to get a salad and go to the park. And he's like, what? I go, yeah, it's a bear market. <laughs> I go, we don't spend money in a bear market. So, you know, the the reality is you should, you should continue to tighten, li- live – you know, Dave Ramsey has a great quote, live like no other today so you can live like no other tomorrow. I wish I created that quote. I didn't, but it's a great quote. Um, so I think you double down on all that. Now, what practical application. Okay. Practical application, in my personal opinion, is you need to have a general idea of what your goal is when it comes to income and then work backwards. No one seems to understand or appreciate the, the power of speaking slowly. Now again, I think Daniel will do a really good job of refining this and, and maybe help you with some further practical application. But personally speaking, I would have an idea of saying, okay, we want to have at 50, 100 or 150,000, or maybe you even want to recreate your current income, $200,000 in income per year in order to retire. So what you're going to need to do, in my personal opinion, and people hate, we hate, rules of thumb, but I think it's a good one here, is you can divide that income base by 0.04 to figure out the total asset level that you need in order to produce that income. Now, if you have a side hustle or a small business that's going to subsidize some of that income, then you can reduce that. So, for example, if you were to say, 
Um, I need, I'm just going to use round numbers and say 80,000. Okay. And, and I'll tell you why in a second, cause it's easy math for me. So let's say you say, look, I, we're going to get some side hustle business. We're going to have this. That's always going to be there. So we need to generate $80,000 from our investments. Well, if you take 80,000 divided by 0.04, and why is it four? Because the traditional, uh, distribution rate is 4%. And, you know, there's a lot of studies done that says that's no longer applicable, but I think it's just fine for a rule of thumb. So you need to then say, well, we've got to have $2 million in liquid assets to produce $80,000 a year in income. All right. So all I did was take 80,000 divided by 0.04 or roughly for every million dollars is $40,000. Okay. Then you know that it that's your present value. And you said 50. So I know you're 25, 26 now. And tw- and 24 years from now, you're looking at 50. So you're going to get out your your uh, present value calculation or calculator, or you're going to go online, you're going to look at financial calculator. And the variables that you're plugging in right now, your future value of $2 bucks, or whatever the amount is that you've calculated. You might need $3 million, Maybe you need $4 million, whatever it is. So let's just say $2 million. That's your future value. Your present value is whatever you have currently in those accounts. Your time period or your N... N is the 24 years it takes to get to 50. And what you're solving for is the P or the payments. Now, you have to put in an assumed interest rate as well. So let's just throw in 8% just for fun, right? Maybe it's higher, maybe it's lower. But on average, that's that's a good number for somebody in your age group to put in. So you have all those variables in, in, in play, and you're solving for P or the payment, you click the button, or on the computer, you hit the button, and it'll tell you. You need to put in $1,275 a month. You might look and say, well, wow, we're doing that already. Well, guess what? If you're doing that already, your calculation works. If you're not, then you can sit there and go, wow, we're $400 short. So you need to find a way to add another $400. So that's the first thing I would do. The second thing I would do, and you can file this away until you're 47 or 48 years old, is that let's say that you're headed down that path and you are on target. You're on the path to getting there. You're going to be basically retirement uh, free at age 50. My personal opinion, and this is something I've started to think about in the future for ourselves as well, is start living in that manner now. What do I mean by that? So start living off of that income and bank any additional salary. It's kind of like starting a business. Somebody says, well, how do I know when to quit my day job and and run this business full time? When you don't need your day job's money anymore. So start living off your business income. Start living off your spouse's income and bank the rest. And then you can feel confident about leaving that other job. So again, what you might end up doing is maybe it's not 50, it ends up being 52, or maybe even 51, but from 50 to 52, you live off of your plan. You live off of those dividends, that interest, that side hustle money, and you bank the rest, and you become 100% confident that that is doable, and then you confidently turn in your resignation and you step aside. What you got, Daniel? Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Uh, I would say... One, I would want to understand what retirement actually means in this instance. Does it mean mm. stepping away from a business, but you're you know, getting the dividends from it? Is it mean absolutely stopping work so you're not doing any of those side hustles? Mm. There's a big difference there if you're completely shutting off all of those income streams or if you're sort of retiring from your W-2 income 
but you've kind of have an online business. So you're kind of quasi retired. You're doing what you want to do. You're financially independent at that point. You're not retired per se. Uh, I think that's an important clarity in the language because if you still have income coming in, the plan is a lot easier. Um, so you're financially independent. You have some resources of your own, uh, but you have the ability to, you know, open up your Amazon shop or or do your online course or whatever, and and get income if needed in bear markets or whatever. That makes the plan much more palatable. If if we're talking actual um, retire early at fifty, uh, what I would say is there's adding 15 years effectively to your retirement. So let's say instead of retiring at 65 and projecting a plan out to 95, which is 30 years, we're now adding 15 more years. That's a 50% increase in the time horizon on your retirement. But adding 50% is not like a linear math. That's a very exponential math as far as uh, withdrawing that much more time out of your retirement. I would say there's a lot of things that can go wrong in that time. Uh, things like inflation, investment returns, et cetera. So I would definitely work with somebody who can model some of that and show you some of that sort of cone of probability over the long run and see what that really looks like. Because when you run sort of the linear numbers, the the percentage extrapolated over time, you don't take sort of the sequence of return risk, uh, which is when those bear markets exist throughout time, and you don't stress test that plan, what you could run into is the fact that your lifespan, your retirement span is one instance of multiple ones that you could actually you know, experience throughout time. And you have to get that one right because it would really stink at age 60 to go, the numbers aren't working anymore. Now I got to go back to work and do something when I could have had my highest earning years. You're also giving up some pretty good benefits if you are completely stepping out of the workforce, like contributing to social security, things of that nature, which then again impact your entire plan because now you're adding a bunch of zeros into your social security earnings history, which then reduces that number that you see on your report currently, which is factoring in your current income throughout your entire work history. So a couple just random financial planning sort of things to keep in mind, but I would say really do the numbers, uh, understand. But we've done that before. Uh, Logan and I have worked with various people who want to retire early. We do in-depth financial plans. We take all of those goals. We really look at them and then go... Here's what you would need to save to make that happen. Uh, and then they prioritize and they work towards it. So it's not impossible. I'm just saying really dial that in and make sure to, you know the goal you're working towards, which is basically the same thing you said. So kind of a selfish plug here. This this would be the type of person who would engage someone at some point. Definitely. I mean, if they were legitimately serious about, hey, I want to hit this goal. Yeah. Let's run all the numbers. You're talking about a bigger goal than just you know going to Google and doing an online calculator. Uh, because the risk of messing it up is the risk that you give up your highest earning years typically in life. So from roughly 45 to 60 is most people's highest earning years. So you're chopping off two-thirds of your highest earning potential at the same time when you typically don't have kids, so you have really low expenses, and you don't care what anybody thinks about you anymore, right? Age 50-something, hopefully. Um, so you got a lot of margin in your budget, right? So you've given up on the world. you got plenty of income. Uh, you're able to save a lot. Well, you're going to be a lovely old man. Get off my lawn. Oh, my gosh. All right. Hopefully they found some uh, uh, help in that, Sean. I, I, that was a great, great answer. Uh, Daniel does a phenomenal job. And it's difficult, you know, I, I mean, 
I like cover so many topics, and then I'm like, what do you got? I know. <laughs> you want to start going first? Maybe you could go first next time. Sorry, I, I love listening and learning from you. Oh, that was kind. And then just filling in the blanks. And being like, let me tell you where you're wrong. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Great question, uh, Sean, and bravo. Keep up the bravo! great work. Uh, I'd love to hear how it's progressing. Remember, friends, uh, A, send us a question, podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. And B, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.